Welcome back to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. Fine Time for Healing is a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. Today we have with us Stephen Chung, M. Masters of Education. Um, he's a highly sought-after professional development coach, keynote speaker, and author, and he shares his passion for life with everyone that he meets. Over the past 25 years, he has provided guidance and motivation to countless people through his inspirational messages and ability to bring the best out of people, out in people. Stephen's wise observations of modern work and personal life will give you insight into how to realize your highest potential through a rich and fulfilling life. But that's not all. Today, <laughs> we're going to be talking about an experience that Stephen had that you won't believe. He talks about it in his book, The Afterlife, a journey to now you know what will happen. Um, this is a phenomenal story. I read the book. We see my flags, right? <laughs> Welcome, Stephen. It's so good to have you. Hi, Randy. Thank you very much for having me. And oh, I have to live up to that, that introduction. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You deserve it. Okay. So tell us about this story. So how did this come about? I know you had an accident. Tell us what the mm. accident was. Yeah. Randy, about three years ago, and, and, and as you do when you get on the other side of 60, you, you climb on roofs and clean out gutters. <laughs> uh, but And the, the ladder slipped and I've fallen five metres and hit the ground, gone through all these, oh, we've got luber windows, and uh, fallen through all these windows, landed hard on the ground, and I fractured my neck. And at that time, luckily, my wife was around on the morning. Now, we're very remote here, so there's no one else around. So wow. I'd probably still be there if, she, if the gods hadn't decided that she was to be there on the morning. But here we stand. Okay. But the, the, and all is well. Thank, thank the universe for I, I'm still very functional. Everything, everything works. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. But... but through the course of the rehabilitation, three or four months, and I'm not much good for anything except lying on a couch, I had then the, the revelations for saying, but I had the, the, the title, uh, this title going through my head, and I, I, I knew what it was, and I said to the universe, leave me alone. I'm, I'm done, right? I, I, like, I'm re retiring. I, I want to plant vegetables in the garden. <laughs> uh -uh. Uh -uh. so uh, eventually i've said okay you you want me to write this thing whatever it is you you the universe have to show me because the afterlife what do i know i know nothing not there maybe not even go <laughs> not even going there i don't know but I've, so i bought into the process said okay i'm i'll, I'll write this thing but I had no character, no storyboard, no nothing. But then I've, I've sat to write and it was like an epiphany. I, I, I saw the, the 
like it's all up in heaven. And I saw the, the colours and heard the music and the dialogue. Um, so I just started to write. And it was like taking dictation. That's the way it happened. So do you think that you experienced that when you were maybe sleeping and you traveled? So, or were this, was this memories of past lives or? No. What do you no. think it was? No, 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 not at all, Randy. No, this is, this is um, uh, it, it, to me, it was a total gift. Uh, and I had to trust, ultimate trust that I knew that, that I would be given, when I sat to write, I would be given whatever it is that they wanted okay. to show me. I, I, I knew that every time, and there was no doubt about that. But for me, it was the, the, the crux of the experience of falling off that roof, this we call it a spiritual awakening experience or near-death experience, whatever we want to call it. But what it, what it did was to realign me to a specific purpose. So I'd shut down. I said, life, I'm not, I'm just retired. Now leave me alone. Sorry, Stephen, you can't do that. Here's the realignment. I, and, and with that realignment, the, the second thing I understand these experiences do is that they imbue you with, let's call it superpowers, powers that you didn't know, skills, talents that you didn't know you had. So the universe says, I will direct, redirect you and I will give you these powers, if you will, skills, whatever, to show you what to do and how to manifest. And that's, that's exactly the way it happened. Now, ever since, since you finished, completed the writing of this book, are you still mm. getting information or was it specifically for the writing of this book? I've got to tell you something really interesting. You know, when you when you write a book and you read it a hundred times and you edit it and stuff, and there's about oh, three or four months after the writing had finished, and it's like the little voices in your head speaking to you again, saying, Stephen, you've missed something. Read it again. And so I did. And remember, this is about 101 times that I've read. <laughs> I, I, read I've read, I write books, so believe me, <laughs> you, I get it. it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's the hard part. Oh. Huh? But what I found were these, and what I've called were these laws of heaven and earth. So imbued in the text, and I found, I found 15 of them, laws of heaven and earth that Oh, was so profound and they they help make life a better place so with these laws you uh, bring them into one's life which i've done okay. and it just changes your whole perspective on on how life unfolds for itself so there was more even after the writing process and going through all and learning and seeing all of the things that i did there was still more uh, these laws of heaven and earth were quite profound. Can you share with us these laws? Ah, okay. Oh, um, yes, I can. Well, let me see. I've got them here. Okay. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple. How? Just okay. see how we go. Okay. What you have caused to affect in your fellow man is what declares your place in heaven. 
what you've caused to affect in your fellow man is what declares your place in heaven. We can explore that a bit further later yeah. on, but um, here's another one. Sins in heaven imposed by others are not those that need to be borne by the self. Say that again. Uh, Sins in <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Right. Um, and these laws come out, you know, again, they were embedded in, in the text that, that, um, that I saw and wrote about. So say that again. Sins, say it again. Sins in heaven imposed by others are not those that need to be borne by the self. So <laughs> if I, I understand, so if I do bad things to you, that cause you malady or illness or deformity of spirit, you, and I'll tell you about that, what I saw later on, the great Colosseum, where these things are relieved. But if I do those things to you, you do not bear the consequences of those actions. You okay. are relieved from those burdens. Okay. So if, let's think of a, make up an example. So if I gave you a bad drug or something that caused you deformity of, of illness and spirit and stuff, uh, you you are relieved of those burdens in the heavenly realms. Okay. But me, on the other hand, because I did that to you, I caused that to you or for you, I would bear the consequences of those 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 sins, if you will. I got you. That's how I understand it. I yeah. got you. Yeah, I understand. So what was interesting? Well, there was a lot interesting about the story, but there's two stories that are side by side and eventually they join together. <clears throat> One is you for this, um, uh, what was this? Athar. Athar was the main character, yes. Yeah. And then there's the bishop. Correct. And what's really interesting about this is something that I've always believed, I've always known. I don't know how I knew it, but the bishop went there holier than thou, thinking he has spent his entire <laughs> life speaking God's word. Yes. And yes. what he found out was that he wasn't supposed to be doing that because nobody speaks God's word, right? There you go. Except God. And yes. that he was falsely representing himself. Yes. But Things had happened under his watch that mm -hmm. shouldn't have happened. And yes. so he had a lot of reckoning to do. He had a lot to deal with yes. Um, yes. when he discovered really what life was about and how he had been mishandling. You've got it. You've got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And that, right. the, the, that what, you, what you're describing so very well there is another of the laws. One of the other laws is the in heaven the emperor wears no clothes. So uh, uh, whether you've been king or, or prince or a bishop, or it, it doesn't matter. It is what, what you have caused in your fellow man that determines your place in heaven. And through that life review, the life review, which we can speak about, you you are confronted with the mirror of that reflection of what you've done and feel what you've caused to another. That's a part of the life review process, as I understand it. You know, people often ask me, since I deal almost exclusively with 
um, victims of narcissistic abuse or survivors mm -hmm. of narcissistic abuse. They say, you know, the narcissist never seems to get punished. The narcissist never pays for what they do here. Mm. Are they ever going to pay? <laughs> ah. And I say, <laughs> I always tell them, because I've learned a lot about the afterlife. Mm. When, they, when they cross over and they have their life review, they're going mm. to have to experience everything they've done to other people. Absolutely that's yes. when they pay and ultimately our lives here on earth are are, are very brief but mm. our lives in this as a soul in the spirit world are eternal yes. so it's really what happens there not what happens here <laughs> you've that got counts, it right that's it yes yes absolutely right. now without giving too much away for our for our listeners do you recall in the book uh, towards the end, I think there was a soul that had come out of the mist and she is dressed in uh, 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 the brown, hessian, like dark colours. We're jumping ahead, perhaps, that listeners perhaps might not be able to follow. But she then come out of that those mists, that purgatory, and tried to go up into the higher heavenly realms where those dressed in finer garb were able to access. But, but when one comes through these myths after the life review, there is a pathway that you have to follow. You, no choice. The, it, it's the road that's made in the heavenly realms that you've caused to affect, and that's where you have to go. I would see that soul, that character, having quite a strong narcissistic personality because they thought they were better than themselves and what they had mm. done was all according to this sense of the divine but sorry ma'am sorry jack you that doesn't work that way <laughs> you have to follow the pathway that you've created because of what you've caused to affect in other people so we hear a lot about what it feels like or the experience of crossing over to the other side, what you see mm. when you get there. Um, your story is very different. It doesn't really go through the tunnel and the whole thing like that. You're mm -hmm. there. You are mm -hmm. there. <laughs> the whole story is you being there. Yes. And so do you believe, and this is kind of a silly question because I know that you do, but do you believe that this is absolutely truth of what yes, we can it, expect? Uh, yes, absolutely, Randy. Um, but, but you know, the, the interesting thing is, yes, I believe, you know, because I saw something, and it was, and now I have the, the, this gift of knowledge of what I was shown. But it, it, it's, it's more than that. And let me tell you how it's worked in the past month. About a month ago, I lost my beautiful mother. You know, you know she was, you know, she, yeah, well, you know, she was an angelic being and, and, and you know, we, we miss her dearly. But the, the grief as a consequence of writing the book and the knowledge that was gained, it's now become experiential. So I, I I know where she's gone, up into the higher realms. 
I know where to find her in in the heart because the love connection, the bridge is still there. But I know she works, she continually works to favour if I've listened to her sage guidance. So whilst the grief is there for the loss, it's not a grief that's debilitating. It's a grief that's empowering. It says, Stephen, I'm there. Access me anytime. I will help you and I will guide you. Thank you. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't sort of, you're not caught, you know, curled up in a ball thinking, oh, I miss my mum. No, no, not at all. You it's know totally she's empowering. alive and well, just in a different realm. Absolutely. And and not just the lower realm, uh, one of those higher levels. <laughs> one of those higher levels. Yeah. It's incredible. You yeah. talk about, you know, these buildings with these columns and things like that. Um, mm. I did a lot of reading um, of Sylvia Brown. Sylvia Brown wrote many books. Um, she was a medium and she had a spirit guide. And she wrote many books about what she, she would go to the other side and experience these things. Mm-hmm. She would talk about these buildings, these halls of learning and halls of wisdom and yeah, 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 yeah. and that kind of thing. So we're not up there playing harps and floating on clouds, are we? <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Well, you, you described them very well. There, there was so much, and the buildings that I saw, there was quite a number of them, but they weren't like just regular houses. These are like if you can imagine Greco-Roman type architecture, marble, beautiful marble, uh, alabaster, that type of magnificence. Yeah, it was very vivid. Yeah. Maybe, maybe would you like me to describe that the 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 Colosseum? Do you remember the Colosseum? Ah. Yes, describe that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, remember, I'm set walking with and seeing through Athar's eyes, and there's a there's a spirit guide with me, and we approach this huge edifice. If you can imagine the Roman Colosseum, similar to that, but complete, and, and it's it's full of these all these souls, these souls have been summoned, these bells summon the, all of these souls around to come and be part of this Colosseum. And the colours and the and they were magnificent. And they're chanting, they're doing the om sound. So this is reverberating around this magnificent chamber. And in the middle of the arena were these repose lounges, and I felt like I'm sitting in, 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 the, in the audience. Right. You know, what, what is this? And in come these seraphim. And each seraph has got a, a soul in their charge. And the soul is quite uh, decrepit, uh, um, got maladies and deformities and things. And so these, each seraph takes their charge and places them on these lounge chairs these repose lounge chairs and the lounge just kind of enfolds them like a like a beautiful blanket in winter okay i'm I'm just writing what i'm seeing and in comes this beautiful angelic being robed in these magnet colored white gold shimmering and this, the, the angel stands in the middle and he raises his hands and he 
this he starts to weave this magnetic ball of energy and he's taking the energy from all the souls in the arena and he forms it and it's just like a spinning ball and from the ball shoots out these laser lights of of energy i guess and into each soul and then when this angelic being he's finished and he folds the the energy in and he leaves i'm watching all of this and then each soul that was on the repose lounge was totally healed totally reformed relieved of their burdens wow and so and and, and that's and then i asked like the the guide who was with me i said like what what is this and it was described, and like we mentioned before, so sins imposed, where that law come from, sins imposed by others are not born by the self. So that was a real, it doesn't relieve you from the sins that you caused or, or you did, the bad things, put it that way, but what other people cause to affect in you, you are relieved from, and then you move forward. Now you saw these as physical issues mm -hmm. do you think that they were not really all physical issues but maybe emotional or you know suffering that they've experienced through life so oh, that's a, yeah yeah so oh it, that's a very good that's a very good i'd actually not pick that up i'd always kind of consider that so if you know like a physical thing but i'm sure it's it yeah you've got, got that spot right, on right yeah that's gotta be, be it can't just be um, you know, physical deformities. It has to be maybe deformities of of the the you know the emotional. Sort of yeah, yeah I, you you've got that exactly right. But that that's to be sure is exactly yeah the case. So relief of all that emotional trauma and stress and whatever it is that they've right. caused, it's got to be the case. Yeah, and then they're free. Then they're free. Free. Now yes. some of us crossover and we don't need that we just enter into the realm and we're souls mm -hmm. um yeah yeah well what what I, what i saw very vividly was these these miss you know and i guess i i, I could only call them miss because that's what i was like a big these big rolling mists and these uh, and i guess it's well not i guess it's the purgatory where you get you're in these mists to do your life review okay and then consequential of the life review, you exit these mists. This is just what, I'm, what I saw. And some souls were coming through robed in this neck to toe, like beautiful robes, but the colors, some of the, the colors of the souls that come through were beautiful, beautiful gold, uh, white you know, flashes of all colors of 10 times the seven colors of the rainbow. But there were others that were dressed in hessian dark like and, and those the colors of the robes designated the pathway one would then follow unique pathway that that soul then had to follow so those souls dressed in beautiful gold white obviously went up to the higher levels but the ones in the dark colors had to descend into uh, lower ne nether 
type regions. Mm -hmm. But that pathway was uniquely yours. A soul could not, by choice, if they were dressed in Hessian, whatever, they couldn't go up to the high realms. It wasn't permitted. You had, you know, there was a, a pathway specifically designated for your, for your, the place that you had to go. So this is what you describe as purgatory, and mm. um, is it is it what is um, what we think of as hell? Is it is it a terrible place? Oh, that's very interesting, Randy. There, I got taken to a place I called the Nether Regions, and if I could do my best, it was kind of horrible. <laughs> But I'll do my best to describe. Now, remember, I'm seeing through this character's eyes and I've got a guide with me, the master soul. Right. And we go through this, uh, like an area where a bushfire had occurred, you know, uh, all ash and burnt things and, and the smell, you know, it was so, so vivid. And so we go through this area and enter this huge portal. And I'm like, Wow. So what and what I saw in entering this portal were these spinning vortices, vortices of power. And that in, in these vortices were trapped these these souls were trapped in there. Wow. And were, some of them were trying to clamber out, but they were being pulled back by others in 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 these vortex, wow. in, in the vortex. And I, and I remember I turned to the guy and go, like, what is this? And what was described for me is these, this is not, this is not the, the, the judgment of heaven. So you've been a bad person. You're, you know, you've got to suffer this hell. That wasn't the case. These souls are entrapped by choice. And my understanding of it is, hmm. it's like if you consider the, the seven deadly sins, uh, lust, envy, greed, wrath, uh, sloth, and I can't remember the last one, yeah. that, that have trapped the soul within. Let's, let's take lust, for example. So, you you know, you, you're trapped in this, the power of, 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 of that sin. And you, uh, until one can, uh, I don't know what that would repent, uh, let go of, of, of that and say, oh, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I want to get out of here. Until one does that, release that burden of choice. Then uh, what, what I saw were these angelic beings each standing around these each vortex. And again, I said, what, what is this? Who are they? And the, each angelic being is waiting they're angels in waiting waiting for the soul to release themselves from their burden of choice and then they were taken away to be nurtured by the heavenly angels by the Father. do they all resolve this i didn't see that no i just i just i didn't say that i i tried, tried not to say they're very long <laughs> um it was it was uh, upsetting yeah uh, you know it was if if that image that I uh, that I saw, if that does not turn one away from errant paths, to know that you could be trapped within those that power, power of choice, not power of uh, of judgment. Wow. If that doesn't turn one away from 
from those errant from that errant pathway i don't know what is <laughs> what will absolutely yeah wow that is really frightening it was very powerful huh that's really frightening yeah um so eventually some of i mean i guess how do they know that they need to resolve this how do they know that they need to um repent and heal that aspect of themselves well it my understanding of, of that of that area is it's a purification of the soul so the soul needs to be purified of its burdens of choice mm -hmm. and once so purified they i i guess get to a point okay i'll i'm done i'm out of here i i i release those burdens mm -hmm. and that releases you into the heavenly realms so it's a holding it's a holding place until you work through your your issues yes i i yes i you could describe it as that but pretty close to uh, hell descriptions of hell that you never want to get close wow. to yes but horrible. again horrible but not not this is not god's wrath there, there was none of that god's this hot all of this uh call it stuff that i saw was all god's love N nothing was divorced from that love he, it was wow. there everywhere so it's not judgment it's burdens of choice for the soul to release himself from and what did you come to understand about god ever present ever um, present in fact i'll go back to one of the the laws and excuse me i'll read it to you fear not it's number one law fear not you are never without the love of the father and that to me is just so profound so wherever we are whatever we do there's that light that is always there that we can tune into to listen to we are so and burden don't be afraid <laughs> we can tap into that at all times so you think there's that god is one entity oh yes no doubt about that one yes. entity one entity and it's and is that is that that light that spark that that pilot light inside that once we open up the doors that light shines ever brightly and the, the more we listen and, and be aware of that light the more profound life becomes that's i mean all this what i've that's the principal thing that i've learned from the writing of this book the, mm. to tap in we can tap into that ever-present light absolutely so do we i think at some point um the bishop crosses was it you that had the problem with the bishop and the uh, okay so it was you okay all right yes so you yeah. you you got to work out with an abuser yes. what had happened to you yes yes and, isn't that interesting well, and just background for your listeners that that Athar in life was abused under the auspices of of the clergy under the, the church right and by virtue of the the pain and the, the the shame and the guilt and anger that he felt he was trapped in this purgatory and he couldn't get out okay. couldn't see the 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 light that was there and it wasn't until he met up with the bishop 
who who's who's who under whose the bishop's care Athal was abused. So they they had to forgive one another, and forgiveness was the key. So forgiveness was the key that released them both from this state of purgatory that enabled them to move into the heavenly realms. So um, one thing I've always understood or I've heard many times is that we create our reality mm -hmm. in that realm. So mm -hmm. we can create the home we live in, we can create the environment that we live in, we can, whatever we see or want, that's what we create. Is this true? Oh, that, that's absolute. Yes, that's exactly what I saw through a number of levels and areas that, that you know, I was taken to. Yes, you create your own reality. Yes. And, and, and the process of see, evolution doesn't stop uh, through the heavenly realms. We continue to evolve through uh, and it, it is an acknowledgement that we are able to do that. Because I remember distinctly, one of them, I don't know what part of the book, I can't remember, but I was told that souls can stay at a particular level and the father's very happy. You know, the, the heavenly father's, okay, Stephen, you can stay there. You know, every, you, you've got work to do, there's service to provide to others. However, if you wish to continue to evolve through the heavenly realms, Here's the guide. Here's here's the here's the answers. Here's the support, so one can continue to evolve through the heavenly realms. Okay. The the interesting thing I saw and now understand is remember we we're talking about the robes and the colours when you come through the mist. So those robes uh, designate the pathway you follow. We talked about that, but. Other souls are able to sit, look at the colours of the robes and know exactly what you need. Mm. So support and love that you need to evolve, to progress, to go wherever can be seen by others through the colours of those robes. Interesting. So yeah. what is the highest realm? What happens when we get to the highest realm? Oh, I, I, I've got to tell you, it's very, it's very interesting. Because um, right at the, I'll give away a little bit of the book, but right at the end, Athar gets, Athar and the bishop uh, get taken up. And it's like there was this master, master soul. And take a bit of backstory with that. Well, I met this master soul a couple of times through the, through the writing. And unlike other characters in the book, because other characters, I would ask, what's this person's name? And instantly I would have the name. So I would know it. But this master soul, I remember asking three times, what's your name? Nothing. Got nothing. So, <laughs> so I had, in the book, I just had to call him the master because that's, I had no name, but this master soul was he like uh, took took the two characters, me and and the bishop, up through these levels, up up you know like going up through clouds and up into higher realms, and it eventually got to a point where we're, we're like standing on top of a mountain top and looking out over all these colours and the ah oh, 
I can even see it now in my mind. What I and I, I'm not even sure that I did it justice in the book. I did my best. But it's beautiful colours, like a matrix, and the music, the 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 beautiful music I heard in, in my head. Oh, and it, you know that's what the master and the master said. This is this is the matrix. This is your. This is. And where, this is where you, you exist. This is where you. This is where you exist. This is where you are. Yeah. That's what I, the beauty of what I saw, yeah. So phenomenal. Amazing. I, mean, you, I couldn't even have made this, even if I was on drugs and on had no. drunk too much wine. <laughs> I don't think you could have. I mean, it was a, it was an incredible story to read. Um, Thank you. And you would have had to be, I don't even know how you would have written these stories um, and made them up. I, I, I really don't know. Yeah. That would it was have been a great impossible. gift. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, did you learn about what happens to people who, I would imagine that suicide, people who commit suicide, did you learn anything about that? Only through what I saw through Athar's character, Randy, um, that that, he he's his guilt and the shame and the anger that he felt was what entrapped him in this purgatory. Okay. That was what kept him there. And I don't know if you remember in in the early part of the book, even when he was trapped in this decrepit home that he called his own and created for himself, there was a light, a, 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 a beam of light that he could not see, but it was there. And to me, that light was the, the light of the Heavenly Father saying, just look to the light. Here I am and you'll be released. But it wasn't until that was, as we mentioned before, it was forgiveness, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others that perpetrated. So that forgiveness enabled the key to turn that unlocked his that house that he was stuck in and it opened the door to the heavenly realms. Now, you also saw people who were actually in the physical realm who were dreaming and who appeared there, right? Yes. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So that they was... traveled while they were sleeping and they were in that. Yes. I, I called that the abode of reunion. Uh, and what I saw was, uh, remember, we're standing, we, Athara uh, and this angelic, guide we're standing on a hilltop and looking down on this expanse this dale of, of grass and there's all these souls around and they're all in commune with one another and to the side were the mist the gray mists and across them over them not through the mist over the mist for these silver silver cords silver chains and they're connected to some of the souls there. I go like, what the, what is this? And what was described and explained to me is that when, when we're asleep, when, you know, for us that are on earth, when we're asleep, the soul is able to transit across to this area and meet up with other souls in the heavenly realm that are there to guide and help us. And love is the bridge. That silver cord is the bridge of love. So if you have a, a, a parent or, or even a child or, or, or a soul that you love dearly, 
one is able to connect with that as we sleep we're able to connect with that soul and that soul will give us guidance help uh, uh, advice as to whatever dilemmas you know we, we are perplexed with that at that time and we have no memory of that once ah. we do we? Isn't that no? Well, do you, it, the way I uh, way I understand it, you know, sometimes when, like, if we go to sleep with a dilemma or a problem, as often is the case, when mm-hmm. we wake up in the middle of the night or or in the morning, we go, oh, I've got it, I've I've got the, that's the I've got the answer. That to me there is it what's is. happened. That there it is. So that we've gone over, got the answer, and been able to remember or recall uh, uh, some or all of what's been said. So the answer was given in that time. That's my understanding of it. That is so interesting. And um, at what point do, what motivates a soul to want to incarnate into a physical body again? Did you learn that? That's a good question. I, I I didn't learn that. No, and uh, people have asked me about reincarnation, but I, uh, I mean, I'm a believer in reincarnation, but right. I did not see any of that through the course of the the writings. No, right. what there were there were guardian angels that I saw come down and who are here to help right. us right. that I learned about. Okay. But the process of reincarnation wasn't the part of the journey that I experienced. So I can't say with any sense of surety exactly what happens. Right. So as far as the guardian angels and the spirit guides or whatever, um, you know, I, I often say to people when they're going through hard times and they feel very alone, I say you, you're not alone because there's no way that we would be sent down here into this very difficult realm yes. of learning and growing and understanding without some guidance with us. Yes. So yes. we all have, we're all, we, we all come here and are assigned guides and angels. Correct. That's exactly how I understand it. And I, I got taken in one of the schools that I got taken into uh, and remember, this is not just a like a high school. This is a building of magnificence. I got taken in to, um, with the guardian angel, kind of like, and there's all these rooms like a lecture theatre there, if you can picture. And I look like, what the? What is this? And it was a school where souls are trained to be guardian angels, taught by master souls. You're designated because of your particular skills to become a guardian angel and that, and that this is where they were taught and then they would they were had the ability to come down and be with us all the time no separation we just need to call on them right to know that they are there and, and to help us on the way everyone I, I you you were right what you said everyone has this guardian angel we all Absolutely. we're not here alone we are not no. here alone no, um, and it's a shame that we have to feel like that but that's why it's so important to talk about this um yeah this is yeah. this experience was so so what a gift oh my oh, gosh extraordinary <laughs> why was it given to you well like that this therein lies a very good question i'm just a regular dude um uh 
you know, and as I say, I, I, I shut down from, you know, ready to retire and plant tomatoes in the garden. So, <laughs> but great gift. And I'm one that I'm forever thankful. Uh, you know, it's, 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 a, has been and s- still ongoing is a beautiful process just from what I've learned from the writing right. process, knowledge, both knowledge of and experience of which I described before. And it's beautiful. And the the t- t- um, the land is very much like Earth, but it's just more. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good question. I I, I, I saw say so the the architecture was mag- Greco-Roman and and totally magnificent. But uh, yeah, I saw trees and dales and streams and things like that. Uh, it might be that you know we create our own reality right i'm not sure about that but that's exactly what i saw and did my best to describe and there yeah. were birds and yeah absolutely yes saw all of that yeah 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 were but there, interesting did you see animal did you see pets any pets no i didn't no no i i can't say that i did but they're birds yes i saw um but what one of what i understand and i've described it is like you walk but it's thought it's thought is powerful in the heavenly realms and it's instantaneous so if i wanted to be if i knew i had to be with somebody it was like a flash you know i've described it as walking let's go somewhere but souls they were tuned into others and it was it was thought was a very powerful process and you could be somewhere else or with someone else just through a power the power of that that thought yeah I, I just yeah i'm completely <laughs> mesmerized by this story i mean this is incredible and um yeah what a gift that you got to experience this so do you have a feeling like anything else is coming to you now that's a very good question and the answer is yes it, uh, i can't tell you much because i don't know very much mm-hmm. but i mentioned before the very connected to my beautiful mother and what i there's that little pounding in the head says stephen i'm going to tell you more because uh, i know she's up in the higher realms through the beauty of the work that she did so but i, I know no more than that i know at some i mean we, we even last as late as last Sunday, we had a wake and a big ceremony from my mum. So that's still very vivid. But uh, I'm pretty sure in the next coming period, there'll be a, there'll be a download There's somewhere. So, more. but I can't, I, I, I know. You no, don't know what it is, but you I do don't have know a feeling. Right. We'll, see. we'll see. I can't see. imagine that this would be it. No, I don't think so. Yeah. There's got to yeah, be more. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure you're exactly right. There's, there's, there's more to come, but that's as much as I know and can say. Right. Well, you'll have to let us know. I so, will. Um, absolutely. It's been phenomenal talking to you today. So, um, you know, we're talking about your book, The Afterlife, a journey to now, you know, what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You gave us, you gave us the, uh, the map, the, 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 the visual of what we can expect when we cross over. It's important, I think, that we understand this so that we know that living a virtuous life 
is not wasted because sometimes in this world, it doesn't seem to get rewarded at times. Yes. Yes. But so I, I think, think it's it important to know that ultimately it is highly rewarded. Yes. yes. Uh, and Randy, I think you're exactly right. That uh, And two aspects that stand out for me is, yes, there's a description of what happens in heaven, but ultimately the, the key for the book, I, I believe, is that you, one can make life a better place to turn, if, if need be, turn away from errant paths or to connect with one's divine purpose mm -hmm. to say, okay, whatever time I have left, I'm on this pathway, let's go. Yep. That's the real benefit of learning about the afterlife. Right. To make yeah. life a better place. Yeah, I mean, that's this is something that I've embraced for a long time and it, it, it keeps me going, you know. I have no fear of the afterlife. I have no fear of death because I know it's, it's going to be marvelous. Yes. Um, but I know I wanna live my life so that I can be in the best possible place and I'll, yeah. you know, keep advancing. Yeah, there, there you go. And ultimately, the, the, the gifts that you give to others come back to you in service to others. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us quickly about what you do. Um, so you've retired from your other from your work. Yes, I have, Randy. Yeah, that, that, that's been an experience of the past month. It said, Stephen, just give up all this other stuff that's not important and just go and talk to nice people on podcasts and write more books and things. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so that's, that's what I do. Yeah. Well, I feel honoured to have had you and Thank to you, have, Randy. you know, had you share this story with me. Um, Beautiful. So Thank for you anybody much. that is really interested in this topic um this is such a cool this it's a great book it's a, it's a great storyline it will keep you uh it'll keep you going keep you going you'll want to read more and more and more it's very very interesting so you did a great job with the writing of it um and uh you know thank you for being the person that you are these gifts are given to very special people because only people who I think spirit knows is going to use them correctly. Thank you, Randy. Uh, much appreciated. Yes. So you were somebody that they really believed would use this in the right, in the best way possible. I'll try to live up to those expectations. Thank you. <laughs> so um, thanks again um, from Australia. We, we had to kind of find a time. It's 6 a.m. in Australia and it's 4 p.m. here in the east coast of, of the United States. And uh, we had to figure out a time that would work for both of us. So, Stephen, go take a nap. <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs> I'll go back to bed. <laughs> go back to sleep. It's early, I know. Um, and thanks again. It's been wonderful. Appreciate Cheers, it. Cheers, Randy. Much appreciated. Okay. Take care. Cheers, man. Okay. Bye. -bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.